0: Hello, everyone. I'm Al Daldegan, creator and producer of the Leaders, Innovators, and Big Ideas podcast, supported by Rainforest Alberta. This podcast showcases the people who are working to improve Alberta's innovation ecosystem. Val McCarty is empowering Alberta startups through friendships, resources, and opportunities. Currently a moderator and host in the World Referral Network, Val studied at both University of Alberta and Grant McEwen University, Management, Education and Human Services. When not at work, you can find Val outside with her grandkids or looking forward to the next live jam. Let's join Val now for a change leading discussion with her guest, Maiden Manzanel Frank. Take it away, Val.
1: Wonderful. Welcome, listeners, to another edition of Leaders, Innovators, and Big Ideas podcast. The Rainforest Podcast showcases those who are contributing to and/or supporting the innovation ecosystem in Alberta. Rainforest Alberta is a world-class community of dreamers and doers, all connected by a common goal of making Alberta fertile ground for building, developing, growing innovation ideas into sustainable ventures. This podcast is published in Google Podcasts and iTunes Store for Apple products. Let me introduce myself, Belle McCarty. I am in the business of empowering startups through friendships, knowledge, and opportunities, helping get your business, why it's socialized, and helping get your business funded. And my guest today is Maiden Manzano Frank from Central Alberta. You got to hear what Maiden is up to. Maiden is from Global Stakes Consulting. She is a global impact advisor, speaker, trainer, an instructor on leadership and change-making, and an author of a book, Provocateurs, Not Philanthropists, Turning Intentions into Global Impact. Her goal this year is to connect with impact leaders, just like our rainforest community, at the global and local levels and help them succeed. So welcome, Maiden. Thank you, Val. I'm happy to be here today. I'm excited. I'm very excited to chat about the topics that um, you outline in your book um, and how those topics impact our rainforest community. Uh, So provocateurs, not philanthropists, turning good intentions into global impact And actually, we're going to talk about what comes after the book as well. So thank you, listeners, for for joining us. Um, So Maiden, let's maybe first uh, tell our listeners a little bit about yourself,
2: you know, your history, what led you to craft this fantastic book. Awesome. Well, uh, first of all, um, you've already introduced me quite a bit in the introduction, but at least I would like to uh, also share about my background. I'm... um, I'm from the Philippines, uh, I, was, uh, I was born there, educated, grew up, uh, did a lot of work back there. And I moved here to Canada in 2010. And from then on I moved to Alberta in 2015 and then that, that in terms of my consulting business. So way back in the Philippines, uh, I've worked in 15 countries in Asia. I traveled in uh, more than 30 and I live in three continents, working in development, that social development field, both at the grassroots, national, regional, and international levels. I'm also a Rotary Peace Scholar. I um, was part of the Rotary Peace Fellowship Program in 2015. And this is funded by the Rotary Foundation, Rotary International, and organized by the Chula Long University International Studies Center on Peace, Conflict, Transformation, and Development. That gave me an opportunity to be in a platform with a considerable number of peace scholars and uh, uh, thought innovators, thought leaders in the field of social development, transformation, and leadership. I'm also an award-winning diversity champion. I work with the city of Abbotsford You know, way back in 2010 when I first landed, that was my first job. and. Uh, I led a half a million dollar grant on social cohesion and diversity, and because of that, that that piece of project was awarded at many levels in uh, in the Fraser Valley, and I was very, very fortunate to work with uh, a thousand uh, volunteers and a group of uh, supporters in the community, so that we can find uh, meaningful connections with the intercultural. Communities of Abbotsford, as well as the growing, um, the growing, um, the growing support for for these communities across the Canadian Canadian population. Right now, I'm instructing and coaching on leadership and change making. And um, I came back to the Rotary Peace Fellowship program now as an instructor. I was, as I as I told you, I was um, a peace fellow in 2015. And that honed a lot of, you know, I honed a lot of skill, um, opened a lot of doors. And now I'm giving back by being an instructor this time around. And I'm very, very, um, I'm very privileged and I felt very uh, satisfied with my contribution at this time, being an instructor, being a coach to the future and current Rotary Peace Fellows. Wonderful. And yeah, I'm a I'm a tireless community connector and synthesizer. That's who I am, both at the grassroots level in Central Alberta, in Canada, as well as regionally and internationally. So that's basically that's what I do. And I'm a mother of a six year old, so been pretty busy with my life these days. You gotcha. But I'm enjoying every bit of it. Wonderful maiden, thank you so much. It's so
1: great to hear of your global. Events that you've done uh, and also the community. So now I know have a little bit better feeling as to how it all connects and why you really wanted to write this book. Now, back to your book, uh, Provocators, Not Philanthropists. Um, I love how when I opened the book, it referenced right away additional empowering, like minded books of other notable authors. So there's a quote there that says, These books will provide a burst of hope and energy. To help us take the first difficult steps towards a better future. And when I read that quote, I went, okay, I'm, I'm in the right place. <laughs> I need to read this book. I'm definitely in the right place. Thank you. When our listeners get a chance to find the book on Amazon, again, the book is Provocateurs, Not Philanthropists. It's a very reasonable rate, a paperback or Kindle. Um, when they, when they actually, cause they're going to, they're going to listen to this and they're going to want to read the book. You really should listeners. It's fantastic. There's another quote in there that says, the ultimate guide to understanding impact backed with research and firsthand experience and practical steps to start giving back today. No matter where you are in your life or career, this book will change your life. And so, we get to talk a little bit about the book here during this small podcast and then also talk about what's next. But the book itself, it's based on 10 principles that are really clearly defined and also offers the five P's in one of the principles. So I'd love to talk a little bit about the five P's with our listeners here today and that they, of course, can can look at the other principles after that. But Maiden, would you mind telling our listeners about the five P's and kind of a brief explanation of each?
2: Definitely. Uh, you know, you asked me a while ago about why did I, what led me to in creating the book in the first place? Like, what are the reasons why um, I created the book? Why I wrote the book and who is it for? Uh, you know, I wrote the, the, this book during COVID and I think this is one of the best excuse <laughs> for me to say that, you know, I've written a book of this mag- magnitude in order for for us to to see a light, you know, in terms of our future, because during COVID everything seems to be it's so ambiguous. It's the future is so uncertain. We feel like we're so we we don't have the you know we don't have the guideposts. We don't have the guidelines. We don't have the we don't have the maps to see us through in 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 terms of this uh, you know very complicated global pandemic that we were in at the time. When I wrote this, I want to shed light. I want to be an inspiration. I want to tell them that, hey, there is something that we can do all together, collectively to make uh, to make ourselves useful in the next generation and in, in, in currently in our generation in terms of securing our future for our planet, for our communities, for the people that we want to serve. So, Provocatures, why Provocatures and why this book? Well, I've been in the field for more than 10 years, working with grassroots communities in the global South. Uh, what I've heard, what I've observed, what I've experienced, what I've practiced myself, all my mistakes, all my faults, all my uh, imperfections, all the things that I did in the field was somehow something that uh, connected me right here in Canada in my current work as a business consultant. And so I thought that connecting all of these gems of insights through the years is something that I can give away to people, to organizations, to clients, to young people that ask me, like, why are you doing this job and what do what you like about it? Something that I can share and say that, hey, there, there's somebody that have done some work and could give you an insight as to what it looks like to be to be doing something for social good, whether it's at local level, it's, you know, it's your food bank, it's your, um, your, um, your, your current, um, uh, local charity groups that you're supporting, or whether it's regionally across Canada, or even internationally working with local partners in the global South in communities where they are experiencing massive, uh, humanitarian disasters or conflicts or, or even just helping out in terms of these small communities that are being affected by climate change. So there are two people that I'm really trying to connect with in this book. One are those that are already in the field doing something, whether you're a social entrepreneur, you're a business person, you're a charity, a nonprofit manager, executive director or staff, or you're simply an accountant doing your own thing, but you have something you know that you're doing and the global South in communities of need, or you are working here you know as a nonprofit board director volunteering your time in the food bank or working in the thrift store, uh, you may be already doing something the social good, but you feel you feel you're feeling that you can do more. there's more to it than just throwing up but actually connecting you with you know accountability. Results orientation, thinking about what you can do to, uh, to avoid mistakes in the field and celebrate what you're doing with others, with people who are in the sector itself. The second type of people are those who are in the younger generation, trying to come in, trying to understand, especially in the whole sustainability field where you can be anything you want to be uh, and still contribute. And with the technology in our hands, we can do that. And ChatGPT just coming along there'll be massive waves of uh, engagement because of technology. And we will see that um, rise up because uh, in in my book, I talked about the rise of individuals. These are individuals apart from governments, apart from organized uh, entities, such as organizations and nonprofits and international organizations and agencies, they are completely independent and they're doing their own thing. And they're doing it with love, with passion, with purpose conviction, with provision and practice in the right paradigm. Now I'm talking about five P. So um, the five P's is basically the framework for global impact leadership. If you want to be a provocateur, which I think I defined it very well in the book as someone that's a catalyst, you're, you're not a patron, you're not the source of all things, you're not a source of money or connections or knowledge, you're not the font of everything that people can hook up to you just because they want to have that. But you're a catalyzer, you're a synthesizer, you're a connector, you bring out the best in people, the best in the communities that you're trying to seek, and you want to have a good exit, you want to build a legacy for yourself and for them, and you want to create an accountability-based, integrity-based leadership amongst them. That, to me, is a provocateur, and provocation doesn't settle for status quo. It's always continuously improving. It's always trying to find ways to make itself more impactful than ever, even with less resources. Yes. So we're not talking here of millions of money that you have to get in order for, for something to happen in communities that yes. you're trying to serve. Much, much yes. like our, if uh, I could just have any... interject
1: just a little bit, much like our um, uh, ecosystem that we have here in the rainforest community. It's, it's just full of... Uh, basically impact leaders right like even this the name of this podcast is leaders innovators and big ideas so you've re- definitely reached a home audience here and and I really do very much applaud uh the idea of of what you're doing in the sense that that whole is greater than the sum of its parts and you get a lot of individuals working towards making things a better place and you're going to get it going to get there anyway sorry for interrupting please continue <laughs>
2: Yes. Oh, so definitely. Thank you. Thank you for your insight. Uh, so the five P. So uh, the five P's is a framework for global impact leadership. Provocatures are connected to the five P's. One is passion, provision, purpose, paradigm, and practice. Let's talk about individually. Number one is passion. A lot of people uh, mistaken passion with unbridled energy, enthusiasm, overzealousness. But in my book, it's not about it. If you look at Pasho, the Greek word of passion is pasho, which means to suffer, to suffer in the context of global impact and social good. We need to suffer. We need to suffer. There's a saying that comfort the afflicted and afflict the comfortable. And I think we're both in the same boat. We're both comfortable and we're both afflicted. And we need to have that balance between The balance between achieving our individual successes and legacies, at the same time, making sure that we go out there and we commit to achieving the broader collective societal interest and objectives and goals and successes. And that's what this is all about. So passion has to be centered with persistence, with resilience, with empathy. With dedication, with motivation, and these are all characters that are good, and uh, and it's it, it's not it's not like a formula that you have. It's something that's within indiv- an individual, as we say. Motivation is inter- it's it's internal. It's never external. It's never about fame, fortune, wealth, reputation. It's not all about that. And I I wrote that in a book about you know. You're gonna be this big guy who's done all of these things, and yet you felt like empty inside because it's not internalized. Yes, the purpose is not internalized. Let's go. If you don't have, if you don't have passion, what is gonna be? It's gonna be a paycheck. And I don't degrade it in the sense that we all need to survive. But if you don't have that passion in the work that you do in the global space, yes. especially in the social impact space, this is a paycheck, and you, you have to rethink about this. Let's go to purpose. Purpose is very important. It, some people call, call it a higher calling, a second calling, mm-hmm. a vocation. Well, for me in the book, it's all about how do you really direct that energy? How do you really make sure that you are, all your talents, all your God-given talents, all your gift things are geared towards greater, greater, greater um, greater calling, a greater purpose that is not just yourself and your family or your clan or your relatives, right? So it's really higher than that. Yeah. And yeah,
1: something that's larger absolutely than it could have
2: a spiritual connection. Yeah. I believe in that. It could, it could be a humanitarian connection. It could be just, just loving people as who they are. And, and that, that in itself is purpose. And how do you bring that out is about it's it's about practice let's go to the next to the third p which is practice and if you don't have purpose well it's you you're a wannabe you're pretending to be i have talked about it in the book there's a lot of pseudo humanitarians you know with angelina jolie going to africa and all these cyber cyber humanitarians just like hopping in and don't know what they do they don't understand the issues and they're making more mistakes than they should because of that. And we don't want that. We don't want to be the cyber-humanitarians, the pseudo-humanitarians. Just because they have money, they think they can do whatever they want to do. We want them to be more purpose-oriented. They want, them to, they want them to know the issues very well. And they need to embrace this, not just some sort of a hobby or like tinkering here and there, but a more person, purposeful direction towards concrete actions on the ground. So let's go to, pra- to practice. So, practice perfects your purpose and sharpens your passion. So, without practice, who you are, you're not, you're a, if you're not, not practicing, you're a dilettante, right? Yes. You're just a hobbyist. Yes. And practice is what, what breaks and makes everything. And people talk a lot of good words um, billionaires, philanthropists, they have the money, they talk big stuff. Even governments and organizations, big organizations. But what, what to actually separates everything is their action, their action on the ground. Is it really about helping out? Is it really, there's really a long-term plan towards really building the generation of leaders in those communities? Or is it just building well here, making sure there's a microfinance here? There's another school over there. Yeah, we got everything. Clap, clap, clap. Yeah, we've done it. Is this really about practice? No, it's more than that. It's more about it's more about really using your 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 what you have in order to build that results orientation in the communities. And let's talk about provision. What do you have? I've talked about talents and natural gift things for sure internally, but what can you marshal to bring that all together so that you can create impact on the ground? It's not just material, we're talking about psychological. What can you bring into the community? So they're talking about mindset. They're talking about mentality and talking about the discipline, and're talking about accountability. These are cultures that you can build within your work. It's not just giving them money, giving them schools, putting stuff like that all over the place. It's more than that. Provision is about your imagination. It's about your creativity. It's about innovation. It's about stepping out of your comfort zone. These are the things that entrepreneurs understand, but not a lot of social impact leaders use it yes. and practice it, do you know? Yes, so yes. So we need to learn from the entrepreneurs, uh, definitely. And if you don't have the practice, you're a dilettante, right? So let, let's go now to the last very important piece, which is paradigm. Paradigm. Um, Alvin Toffler in the 1990s, this, this famous book talks about paradigm shift. And that became like a big, big name in the 1990s, you know. Right now, paradigm is still a big name. It's still a big issue because what is our paradigm right now? Post-COVID, chat GPT, AI, machine learning is like what a whole new world we live in. Climate, emergency, and it's all in our faces right now. And this this is a whole new world. And if you're living in the 1960s or if you were born in the 60s and 70s, twenty twenty three is such you know world is such a big big different world you from where you were you born, right yeah and there's massive amounts of massive amounts of turbulence but also opportunities so paradigm is important for those who want to want to do good to want to do social good professionally as a, as a as a vocation and as a lifelong commitment and whether you're an entrepreneur or not you're working in an entity where you're controlled or you know Your actions are you can do more because of what we are right now in in, in our system, in our in our in our um, in our current reality. So paradigm is important. And the paradigm here is absolutely like, what are you? What is your current perspective? Mm -hmm. It's all about your reality Mm -hmm. and your perspective governs your reality and your reality becomes your actions and your behavior. So what do you see? How do you interpret the world? And it's about sense-making. And once you understand that, in your limitations and the opportunities with it, then you'll be able to understand what can I do as an individual trying to make good in this world with what I have, with my passion, with my purpose, with my connections with other people so that I can build a community and make a good sense of my life here on Earth. Mm -hmm. Life is very short. Yes a lot of people are dying every day, every second and every minute. and a life is born as well every second. Yes. So if we're, I'm gonna be repetitive, I will be repetitive because some people are hearing it for the first time. Exactly. While others have you know, done exactly. it, been there. Yep. Thank you very much.. Yep. So so if I'll be very repetitive, it, it is intentional. <laughs> it is what I do and I'll be continuing to do that for for the greater good because that's my yeah, that's who I am. That's my purpose in life. Yeah, did I, did I ask, yeah, you did answer your question? You
1: certainly did. And and just listening to you, you know, talk about perspective and their interrelatedness of, of the five P's. But it also brought to mind, too, in terms of the community, because you mentioned, you know, the 60s and 70s. You have right now in the community a wonderful ecosystem of those who have had seen the changes that have happened from the 60s and 70s all the way to 2023. And then those that have just been born 20 years ago that um, uh, are are using the wonderful advances that we have yes. once we allow yeah. ourselves in the community to use the knowledge of the people who have experienced the change, plus the people that are using the change very, very well. It's an interesting um, um, kettle of fish that you get. It's a very interesting community when you think of, of young and old and everything in between. Um I know I was just as you were talking about uh the the passion, purpose, provision, practice and paradigm they are also interrelated. Uh-huh. Uh there's a quote here that's right from the book uh, that says uh the paradigm that encircles this framework makes purpose, passion, practice and provision work together to create impact. Without paradigm your purpose, your passion, your provision, and your practice are directionless, and I think it's so true. One one builds into the other. You know, you were talking about provision and what one has in oneself. You know, what are your talents and your viewpoints, and you, and that leads to passion. That often is is what drives passion in someone. Uh, thus, purpose. Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And if, like you say, if they practice it and they they just hit the ground running and continually use it, it just it makes change mm-hmm. happen, which I think is fantastic. Yes. So uh, we've talked a little bit about the book and the great things that are in the book, and uh, I know our listeners. Again, I I, uh, I say go to <laughs> go to Amazon and find it. Um, it's a fantastic read. i um, um, go to my so website I, um, too. You know, if you want yes, to consume to the website a lot as well. of my resources,
2: <laughs> yeah. yeah uh, tell us the
1: name of the website
2: so our listeners can find it. Uh, it's www.maidenmfrank.com. That's all my resources, my you know, repository, of what I do, what I give out. It's all there. Wonderful. Awesome. And so I know
1: we've talked previous to this podcast, and I know you let me know that there's something coming up a little bit beyond the book. So let's uh, now share with our listeners and let them know a little bit about uh, what's coming next. Yes. I understand with your community
2: first approach you're discovering the uh, formation of a collective. Yeah. Well, you know, the book is a mm-hmm. book, right? There, There's so many things you can do with the book, but there are other things that you can't do with the book. So, and um, I've, I've connected with some of the readers. I have actually have five fans right now who have read the book and they're so ecstatic about it. I mean, are so ecstatic to hear that, but I, I wanted to bring their attention that we, we can do this on our own individually. And, you read the book you said yes yes to this yes to that i'm all for it let then the next question is so how do i do that seriously and you 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 will ask the first few steps right what are the first few steps to this And, and i would say that uh the best way to do this is that you come together as a community you really need to come together because in a community you are supported there's friendship there's solidarity there's networking there's building each other up there's commiserating on your daily woes and struggles. Uh, but there's also accountability. There's a discipline and a structure to it that you can respond to and you can rely on. And then you can build yourself up for success. And I think that a community like that is such a it's such a much needed resource nowadays when everybody's feeling isolated, especially post pandemic and uh, beyond the pandemic. And I think that um uh, my community, the provocateurs Nexus, is the next step towards global uh, social impact at the local and global levels. And this is something that I'm doing right now. I'm calling for interest. If you want to check it out and see what it looks like internally and, you know, given your schedules and everything, you can email me. Uh, engage at globalstakesconsulting.com to get the link to that uh, call for interest, or you can check it out in my website. There is uh, the provocateurs nexus link there through my website. You can click that and there's a call for interest box that you can put your email address. And that could be the start of the conversation around, you know, are you the best fit for this? Would you have the time, the commitment, and everything? Wonderful. And I think that's also about leadership development. Yeah. Uh, global impact leadership is something that's not easy it's hard to do um and i think that we need that system and capacity building which is in the community itself so it, it's it's a networking slash capacity building for leadership slash you know change transformational uh support system whatsoever so it it's sort of a Tree in one kind of thing right now that, that I'm building. And I hope that uh, they'll be encouraged to support it, to spread it out, or just even to, you know, try it for themselves. You betcha. You betcha. And, so, and, and it mixes it at, um,
1: so well with our rainforest ecosystem that we have going, where the rainforest, uh, Alberta rainforest, is a bunch of impactful leaders. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Uh, leaders and innovators, mm-hmm. and I think this is a, a great um, piece of that puzzle of that ecosystem. Um, you know, to populate the community with co-leaders as founding members. I know one of the, the slogans that I use in my own business is "You can't do it alone," and uh, I think you've calculated yes. that quite well. Uh, I am excited for you for this community that you're building. Thank you are building, and I think um, our Rainforest community would would be interested in it too because it matches so well.
2: And so again, let's tell our listeners if you could say the website one more time for them. The website is www.maidenmfrank.com. That's all the resources, the blogs, the provocateurs nexus, the community that I'm building, as well as you know the services, the consulting services on strategy, change, and engagement. Wonderful. Those are the things that are. on the website and they regularly update that for new new resources that are some of them are free. Some are um, are not free. There are for for services, for payment. But I think it will give them direction in terms of, you know, what how to engage with me. Wonderful. And that that was what I was going to ask next
1: what. the medium where somebody wanted to reach out and, and connect with you, do you like them to do that through your website, through LinkedIn, through email? What's your, your
2: favorite mode of connection? Aside from, aside from the website, absolutely the LinkedIn is my main, my main platform for, for my, for my uh, practice. That's where I, I do a lot of work all the time. I send out my, my content and that's where I also generate the kind of uh, community boss uh, that uh, supports this this work that I do. Mm-hmm. Wonderful, wonderful.
1: So that's Maiden Manzanel Frank. Folks, listeners, if you want to check her out and connect with her on LinkedIn, it would be great. Uh, and while we have talked a lot about some really good ideas before we finish the podcast, is there anything else that you'd like our listeners to hear?
2: I think like for the Rainforest Alliance, um, you've done great things through the years. You've really built that ecosystem of, you know, of people that are working for change in your communities uh, through social entrepreneurship to business and through innovation. And um I'd like you to um to challenge you to continue doing that in a way that really creates social impact, not just uh, for wealth's sake, for wealth accumulation and for creating great car- companies and, and businesses, but also the generative aspect of business generation, which is mean, really about building up communities and building local economies and creating great cultures that could impact uh, those who are you know less of us, those who are marginalized, those who need more uh, support. And if that's the kind of uh, social economy that we're uh, dreaming and looking towards to, businesses must uh, be able to rethink some of the ways of doing business in order to generate generate that social economy that we want in the coming years to come. Wonderful, fantastic. Oh, I have enjoyed... This
1: last half hour, for sure, Maiden, thank you so much for being a guest on the
2: Leaders, Innovators, and Big Ideas podcast. Thank you. It's great to be here. And uh, I loved every bit of it. (laughs) Yeah, It was fun. It was fun. So thank you, listeners.
1: And uh, we'll sign off for now. And we'll see you on the next podcast.
0: If you haven't already, visit rainforestab.ca and sign the Rainforest Social Contract become part of the inclusive, silo-busting, sector-agnostic, all-industry, open-sourced, ego-shrinking, ecosystem-building, entrepreneur-focused, wide-open, social barrier-smashing community known as Rainforest Alberta. This episode was brought to you by New Idea Machine. Going beyond creating custom software solutions, NIM is dedicated to making a positive impact on society, providing opportunities for new software developers to gain real-world experience and contribute to meaningful projects. You get quality, affordable solutions at the same time you're supporting the growth and development of the next generation of skilled talent. Visit newideamachine.com for more info